Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to From the Press Box, the Holland Sentinel Sports Staff's weekly podcast where we talk anything and everything sports. I'm sports editor Dan Diodana, along with our assistant sports editor Will Kennedy, and we've got uh, a lot more football to talk about this week. Uh, the playoff picture is starting to form, and we've got huge rivals coming up this weekend. We've got three of our biggest football rivals um, facing each other, three of our biggest rivalry games, excuse me, happening. Uh, this week so that makes it a very exciting week and there's a lot on the line so uh yeah will i mean just y- y- will is going to be covering his first bird bowl uh and that is the uh the big excitement in the office um it's uh it's a game like none other um but uh there there uh there's a lot on the line this year um they've i mean the conference title's not on the line no, the, you know, that's going to be between Muskegon and Mona Shores. Oh, yeah. The, yeah, the, probably going to be Mona. And uh, so it just uh, it, it's and it's not but it's not just um, it's not just for bragging rights either, though. I mean, both teams need the win for the playoffs. Zealand East, you know, needs to automatically make the playoffs. They yeah. you know, they need the wins. Um, and Zealand East is playing Muskegon in the last week. Yeah. So they really need the win um, to make that an automatic. Um, yeah. Zealand West plays Holland in the last week, but they also played one fewer game this that year. So we're not games. sure how that factors in still yet. Um, but if they win, Zealand West wins the last two. They're six and two, and, and automatic, yeah. and they're automatic. So uh, so this game has a lot more riding on it than normal usually. It's. I mean, it's. It's usually in one of the last two weeks. At least it has been the last few years. But the teams have been so good that the playoffs have been clinched at this point. Usually, yeah. So yeah. this could be really huge. Um, you know, for both for either team. This this will be really interesting to see what happens. And both teams are still really good teams, but both teams are not quite the teams they have been in the past. A uh, few years either. So um, yeah. it's, it's just a really unique situation. It's going to come down to whoever's defense um, handles things the most. I mean, we got a lot of factors in it. The wing T is obviously dangerous. Zealand East has been playing against the wing T forever, and it's still hard to stop. Yeah. Um, they probably played against it more than any other team, uh, at least more than against Zealand West, more than any other team they have played. So, uh, that just shows you how how good the wing T is. Yeah, well, because they play every yeah. year, and a lot of times, multiple times a year, because they usually meet again in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just so hard to defend. I mean, they got so many people up at the line, and then quarterback makes a read, and if if somebody crashes, then you're going to have a wide open guy uh, uh, to pitch to or, or something like that. Um, but but I mean, Zealand's West offense is just. I know they lost two in a row, which is super uncharacteristic for them. But but their o- offense. Over their last three games, they've averaged like 60 points a game. They won like 75 to six, like 60 to, to something to like 20, and then like another massive blowout this past week. Um, and in total, 
over the last three weeks, they've scored like 180 something points and they've only given up 20. So like yeah. the defense is coming around real good over the last three weeks too. Cause they had that weird spell where they lost two in a row, but they've won three straight and has just been kind of killing it ever since. Um, I mean, Zealand East is no slouch either. They've been doing a great job too. Their defense has been slightly more uh, able to give up points than, than, than Zealand West, but Still, they're they're still scoring points like it's nobody's business. I think they scored right. They, they also yeah. scored more against Mona Shores than Zealand West did. The the the, 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 the Zealand East Mona Shores game was way closer than I thought it would be. Um, mm-hmm. I think it, it ended up getting a little out of hand towards the end, but it was only like a three score game. I think it, uh, right. It was it was kind of this one of the surprise games of the year based yeah. on just the 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 final score. But yeah, yeah it's it's going to be interesting because you've got that that makes. It an int- I mean, Zealand East has a little bit more dynamic playmaking ability on offense, but it's not as consistent as Zealand West yeah. is. Yeah. And yeah, and both teams have really great offensive players and defensive players. Yeah. Um, you I know, think. it's gonna it's gonna be a matter of you know who you know who makes the big stop at the big time. I mean, it's gonna be tough to for Zealand West to stop Shebe. Yeah. And it's going to be tough for East to stop the T. It's just it's hard to stop. If yeah. if well, uh, if people figured out a way to stop it, they might stop running it. But they haven't stopped running it ever in their history because it works. The thing I'm curious about is that obviously this is Coach Joe Woodruff's first year. He's coached in Florida, Carolinas, on the east side of the state for for a long time. So I'm just I'm just I mean those are all very different parts of the country and they play very different kinds of football in, in, in you know Florida and then the Carolinas is different from Florida and they're both different from Michigan. Um, so I'm not sure if he's ever faced a wing T team on a consistent basis. You know what I mean? Like so so I don't know if he won this good or, or, or won this good or just in general because I mean if you're attacking a wing T, you're you're gonna it, it, whether it's a good wing team team or a bad wing T team, you have the same scheme to stop it. So like right. how That's how cool. much previous experience does he have stopping the wing tee? I don't know. I'll probably talk to him later today or tomorrow about that um, leading up to the game, but it's just, it's not easy to stop it. And normally like, I think I've mentioned this before when we've talked about the triple option or the flex bone or whatever, normally when, when you have a team like this, that you know is on your schedule, like in, at a college program, when we played Navy, we would work on stopping the triple option for two or three weeks in training camp and then forget about it. But then when we get to Navy week, we know it already back in the head and it's a little bit of muscle memory and we already know the scheme. So you don't have to relearn it. So like, right. I wonder how much of that went on in, in camp for, for them, especially because he's already installing an entirely new scheme. So, I mean, right. He's at, he's at a bit of a disadvantage there just because did he want to overload them sense like with, with, with too much information and have him forget something, or is he waiting all until this week um, to break out the triple option? Right. Kind of stopping stuff. Right. Now, on the flip side of it, a lot of the players have faced it. Most of the players have faced it because they run it in as in freshman and JV and middle school yeah. football too. Yeah. So the East kids have seen it, but again, everybody's seen it for years and no one's yeah. figured out how to really stop it. So uh, it's just, but if you're not in the right place to stop it, you're not going to stop it. You know what I mean? Right. That's exactly, exactly. So it's going to be, it's going to be very interesting to see how this shakes out. Our special team's going to play a factor. I mean, Zealand West goes for two every time. Zealand East like, generally goes for one because Paige has been automatic. She's like 49 of 50 for extra points. She's the best kicker in the area. by And she's made all three of her field goals. Um, so uh, is it going to come down to that? Will it come down to a field goal? Will it come down to two-point conversions? Will it come down to a crazy kick return that Shebe makes like last week? 
Oh, did he have a crazy kick return last week? Yeah, it, they they pooched. They tried to pooch one up high, but it hung up too high, and he ran from the ten and caught it in the air on the forty. Oh my god! And then it, it was then he took like two steps and he was through the line because the line yeah, was really yeah. all even. And he was just, he caught it and they didn't expect him to catch in the air and he was just past him already. Yeah, and so then there fast. was no one within a mile of him for the yeah, rest of the so fast. 50 plus yards. I mean, it was crazy. I can't, I can't believe he got to it in the air when I was seeing it. I was like, okay, this is going to be, and I was like, oh my gosh, he might get it. Yeah. And, and then he caught it two steps and he was by the entire defense. Um, is it going to be like that? I mean, you know what I mean? Like there's, I mean, you saw a game when Sagachuk where they kicked right to Benny Diaz. I mean, is there going to be a mistake made like yeah. that with Shea Is there going to be, you know, something, you know what I mean? Is there going to be something I would else? doubt that highly because I mean, just, the, I mean, John Shilto knows these guys that, I mean, but I mean, personnel wise, they know each other, even though Woodruff hasn't coached against them. Like he, they share a school together. I mean, they know the guys and, and, and right. so, so I highly doubt they're going to accidentally kick the ball to Shea when they don't mean to <laughs> or, or something like that. I mean, that was just absurd what I saw. I, I, there's no explanation for what that, why they kicked the ball right. to Benny Diaz two weeks ago. But right, I mean, they I, weren't technically kicking last week at Shea Bay. They tried to kick, pooch one up, yeah. and catch him in no man's land, and it just hung up too long. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we'll see. But I think that's less likely, just given the familiarity of the teams. Right. There's just so like many. That, at least, I mean, right, it could happen, but it's less likely. Right. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. I mean, with if Zealand West makes a lot of its two point conversions, will that force East to go for two? Yeah, and, they're and not change some of their game plan. Well, you know, it's it's just there's a, a myriad of uh, of storylines waiting to happen, which is uh, really fun. Um, Tag Bonima uh, told me after the game Friday just just how how much more of a than a this is than a game, yeah. um, you know. And it's he said I think he said uh, it's it's huge for the community, and most communities don't get this. And I thought that was pretty perfect way of. Uh, putting it in he's this will be his I don't know sixth or seventh one I mean he's started since he was a freshman and they've played a couple times twice oh so, yeah, yeah yeah so he's played he's had four years of this yeah uh this will be his fourth year of it but he's had more than four games yeah so um maybe this is, it might be a sixth or seventh game that's incredible that's a lot. <laughs> um so it's going to be super fun. It's definitely going to be a super fun game. Um, and the student sections are nuts. I mean, you'll see the East fans and all their camo as they're duck hunting and you'll see oh. all the, uh, all the uh, West fans with, you know, buckets of chicken on their heads and <laughs> stuff. Uh, it's just a, it's just a super fun rivalry because they take it, to the extremes without taking it too far, if that makes sense. You know, yeah, they, they no, go to school together. It is, I mean, on the field, they want to beat the heck out of each other, but they, there's a, it's a uniqueness to that rivalry where they're the same community. So it's not something that carries over. There's never fights at these games. There's never, uh, you know, a huge, awful penalty. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. that kind of a thing. So it's, but it's, it'll be packed standing room only. Everybody will be nuts. It'll be super fun. So Exciting, uh, but that, it's not the only rivalry game next week. We got a couple more too. Hamilton and Holland Christian are facing each other, which is a really great rivalry. Although the teams aren't quite what they had hoped maybe this year. Um, I think that one 
I mean, for one of the teams, at least has the biggest implications for, for the playoff. Playoff. Right. Line. I mean, Hamilton's got to win. Hamilton, if they lose, they're, they're, they're done. Zuli they got to win out. West. So they got to win. And then they got to win in, in week nine. Yeah, and okay. uh, West can still sneak in with a loss this week, either or. Um, right. I mean, Hamilton, if they lose, there's no chance. There's right. So they, chance. they got to lose out or they got to win out and then still hope for a couple playoff points, which could be there. They, they got Unity West Catholic, Spring Lake um fruit port those are i mean that's a lot of playoff points for their size of School division division. yeah so um so it, it's it's at least it's a 50 50 at best it's not a long shot if they win out and get five and four but yeah um they gotta win um holland christian's just struggling they've looked out of it um yes they have and we've said that a few weeks in a row now they're just it's still the same well and thing. last week they they hit their they Outside of week one, when they threw up or, or threw up fifty nine, last week was their highest point total of the season at sixteen. Yeah, like, I mean, what's happened? I'm not. I'm not really sure. And like I, I mean, I watched them a couple weeks ago, and it just everything seemed a little off. You know, the yeah. throw was a little behind. The next throw was a little high. The next, I mean, run didn't have quite a big enough hole. And then, they, like, it just, it was just a lot of little things that add up. They just seemed just jointed. It didn't seem like they did anything terribly wrong. Um, yeah. I mean, in the in the last six weeks since that game against Holland um, Public, in the last six weeks they've only scored sixty points as a whole. Like, right? That's ten points a game. The yeah. defense have given up two hundred fifty. It's not going to get it done. I mean, and just, only, and it hasn't. And it of, hasn't. Only one of those games was a three score or less game when it was when they lost seven to three. That was the right. only game that was even remotely close. Right. Um, so. We'll, so it'll be interesting though, because Hamilton does not have their offensive scheme is not built to Hamilton's run away not gonna from put up, Hamilton's not going to put either. up sixty points. I doubt right. It. So this could be an interesting matchup for Holland Christian in the fact that if they can score first and make a couple things happen, yeah, it's going to be really interesting. But if they don't score first, it's going to be really hard for them. I I see this game going where. I mean, based on what, what we've seen and what, what the, the records are telling us and the numbers are telling us, I think Ham- Holland Christian's going to go like three and out, maybe get one first down. Hamilton's going to take like all the time off the clock in the first quarter, score a touchdown, come back. Holland Christian's going to get like a three and out or something again like that. I mean, that's just kind of what it seems like. It's, it seems like the final score of this game is going to be like 35 to nothing or like 35 to three or something like that, just because Hamilton's wow. going to control the clock. And I mean, Holland Christian has shown that they can stop anybody and they got another one of those goofy offenses. That's like a triple option kind of thing that Holland Christian probably isn't used to. So that's going to make it even harder. Right. And, and Hamilton's coming off a huge win. They beat Allendale 27 to 26. Yeah. And Allendale's a good team. Yeah. They're a good team. And and Allendale crushed Holland Christian. Oh yeah. So that, again, that doesn't necessarily directly translate. um, But it's huge momentum for Hamilton coming into this game, having a one point win. Yeah. against a good team um, and that and knowing what's at stake. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to be the deciding factor. If, if, if both teams were out of it or both teams were in it or whatever, I might think a little bit differently, but I just can't see yeah, Hamilton, Hamilton has missing so out on this opportunity. Yeah. Hamilton has so much more. Like obviously it's a rivalry and you want to be your rival and, 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 and you, you dislike them. But at the same time, like, Holland Christian's main rival is in Hamilton. So like, they're like, yeah, we want to beat them, but like, we don't care all that much. Like, it's not right. like, it's not like it's Holland. Like, yeah, they want to beat Holland and they, and they did quite handily. 
Um, right. But Hamilton, like, hey, this is our number one rival. This is our Ohio State to our Michigan. Right. Um, and the playoffs are on the line. Whereas Holland Christian's just like, yeah, this is like Michigan State if we're Michigan. And right. we have nothing to play for other than pride. Right. And, that, I mean, and that could go a long way, too. I mean, those kind of games sometimes – uh, you play your best game when there is no pressure, you know. Yeah, but, but I just, fair, I, just haven't, I feel like I haven't seen enough, well, uh, you know, lately. And to be fair, there hasn't been pressure for Holland Christian in a few weeks. And Right. I mean, because they've been eliminated from the, from the playoffs for at least two or three weeks now. Right. Yeah. So right. there hasn't been pressure there, and they, they're, still, uh, they're still not playing great. But right. uh, maybe they're getting better. I mean, they scored 16 points last week, so that, that's progress. Gave up fifty two, but you know, right. Little, I still little, think little, they got to they got to score first to have a shot. Yeah, and, and they probably have to score first and second to have a shot. They probably, I think they have to go up two possessions if they want a shot. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. That'll be interesting too. We'll we'll have full coverage of that game as well. Uh, the third rivalry, not as exciting as in past years, but West Ottawa is playing Rockford. The um, the off field storylines here are and more interesting than the other ones though, right? Like, it's just being the last the last game ever at Panther Stadium that's been there for like sixty years. Like that's that's interesting and, and that'll be cool. Um, right. I don't think they're gonna win. I don't think it'll be particularly close. Oh no, I'm sorry. That, that that's the week. That's the following. that's the week after. No, yeah, this okay, is, at, no, this yeah, is yeah, at Rockford. Yeah. This one's at Rockford. This one's gonna you know has has all the makings of being brutal, which is is tough to say. But at the same time. You know, you know, desperation for a win can do some crazy things. I mean, we thought they had their best shot last week, and they lost thirty-five-seven to Jenison. Yeah, uh, Rockford. They got Rockford and Granville the last two weeks, and they're are arguably the two best teams in the red. Which um, so that's not doesn't look doesn't look great for them. But this is you know one of those games too where Rockford is a lot of times a rival with West Ottawa, and a lot of times a nemesis. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a nemesis year, but I feel like West Ottawa was just, you know, they're, they're, they're obviously not having a great year and it's just, uh, I don't think it's going to get any better this week, um, but it's still West Ottawa Rockford. Um, and that's a game that demands attention because it's, that's, you know, there's been some epic matchups, but there's been some huge upsets in that rivalry over the years yeah. as well. They're, they're, they're few and far between, but they, when they happen, they're huge. So, um, I would have really liked to, to talk to him, Pat Collins, on Friday after after the game because every time I talk to him, whether it be after a game or at a practice or whatever, he's always like, yeah, we're just focused on getting better. And, like, he saw, like, tangible results. It's like, we're getting so much better. We're getting so much better, even though it's not in the win column. Like, we're getting right. so much better. And then they go out last week against Jenison, and this is, like, the game. Like, Jenison had one win. They weren't playing particularly well against anybody. So they weren't scoring game. very well. No, they, they, they weren't scoring well at all. And, and, and this was the thing that's like, all right, maybe they don't win – maybe it's a one possession game. Maybe it's like right. a, a, re, a 10 point game. And then they go out and just, you know, lose 37, 35 to seven pretty, pretty badly. Um, mm-hmm. So I was wondering what, what his thoughts were after the game. I mean, if he, if he still thought they got better, maybe he was disappointed and took a step back. I would, I would have loved to hear that for, from him. Cause, cause now at this point you're facing these powerhouses. It's so much harder to judge. Um, right. But, but right. I mean, but, you could, you could lose, you know, 56 to, seven and, and still, still make the progress play better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but whereas this one, it's like, they almost, they were, they were in it against East Kentwood until, till the end. Um, the week after they were that, in it against Grand Haven. I'm saying against Grand Haven, they were in it. They scored 22 points, which is their highest of the year. And then 
they were scoring 20 against East County, 22 against Grand Haven, and then just back down to seven, and they gave up 35. And it's just like, what happened in that week? I mean, maybe Genesis right. just had a great game plan and attacked him well, but uh, right. I, I would like to hear Coach Collins' thoughts on like what 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 really went on there. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be an, it's not it's not the definitely not the most positively anticipated West Ottawa Rockford game. No, uh, no, no, no. Um, and they played some doozies, but uh, uh, one rivalry we're not going to see, and I keep forgetting it about this, and I know we've talked about it a little bit, is this. With Fenville moving to A-man football, there's no Saugatuck-Fenville game, and that stinks. No. Um, but it's understandable, but it still is a bummer. Um, but Saugatuck and Fenville have games this week, and they need uh, they need wins for the playoffs. Uh, they're both uh, playing well, uh, playing better. Uh, Fenville's really made some strides. Um, yes. But I just don't uh, – I think they're – what are they, four and four? Three and four. Benville's three and four. Yeah, I mean they got to win out. I don't think they're gonna have to. I don't know with eight man how many playoff points there are. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I'm not, I'm not really sure. sure. So I don't know if that makes. I feel like it's a little bit more of a long shot for them to make the playoffs. And Saugatuck yeah. is what four and three. Saugatuck's four and three, and they're playing a winless team this week. All right. Yeah. So that'll be five and three, and then they got the and big they got game. Lawton to end the year, and Lawton. You... Lawton's undefeated, so that'll be a good game. That'll be a huge game with everything on the line. Yeah. Um, which is exciting. So, um, yeah, just so the playoff picture is still, it still could be Zealand East and West, Saugatuck, and then Hamilton and, Hamilton and Fenville are still mathematically alive. Fenville, it's going to take a lot. I Fenville. just don't see them. Ha- I just don't see the, because with well, eight minutes schedules- and everything, I just don't see them having the playoff points. Well, and the, their schedule of the next, even if they do get to five wins, which seems like a lot, so they play. Um, you know, they play two pretty good teams to end the year. I mean, Mont- Mont- gotcha. Montebella is the the team they're playing this week is five and two. So right. So I mean, they got it. They got their work cut out for them. But it's uh, yeah. they're still mathematically alive, and Hamilton are, is still they are the, mathematically the, alive. Of the teams that are still mathematically alive, they are the longest long shot. I would right. say. Um, right. I mean, I I would say that. Uh, Whoever wins between Zealand, East, and West obviously automatically will make it. Um, well, and, not necessarily. And, oh, yeah. West has one less game, but West plays Holland. That's right, but they're playing Holland. They should beat Holland. Should beat um, yeah. I mean, it'll be better than years past against Holland, but still, um, with with the playoffs on the line, I can't see them losing yeah, that if, game. Yeah, if they lost that game, that would just be – And then East, um, they got to play at Muskegon. So, yeah, they'll, so they, they almost – they have to beat West – Really, you don't have to, but it would make their lives a whole heck of a lot right. easier. So it's uh, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be definitely be interesting. And then uh, Sagatuck's going to be five and two, head likely five and two heading into their last week. Yeah. Um. Again, I don't know playoff points with them. Usually, it doesn't happen for the smaller schools. Okay. The same way, so they might have to beat Lawton, which is definitely doable. Um. So it could, but it could be very interesting. So we could end up with, we could end up with five playoff teams or one. <laughs> yeah. um, or I would say the likelihood of, is that we'll have two, at least two, maybe three, but um, that's just quite the difference heading into the last two weeks. Usually you, you kind of know a little more who's going to, you know, get there. There's a lot more up in the air this year, which is exciting in a lot of ways because it's unknown, but it's, yeah. uh, it's just very interesting. So. I, I, 
I, I, I'm sure we'll talk about this a lot more next week. Um, just given Sagatuck, you know, playing a, a winless team this week, so assume they're going to win. Um, but that Lawton team that they're playing is really good. They they have won their first. They're, so, so they're undefeated now. Week one, they won 56 nothing. Week two, they won 53 to nothing. Week three, they won 61 to nothing. Week four, they won 52 to seven. Week three, they won 63 to 14. Week uh, five, they won 69 to 40. And last week, they won 49 to nothing. So they've only given up they've more only, than 20 points once. Once. They've only given up more than 14 points once. Wow. And they have one, two, three, they have four shutouts. That's crazy. And well, I don't, scored. I don't, I definitely don't see him shutting Sagatuck out. I mean, if anybody's no, got I, a chance I, I, I to mean, score a bunch, it could end up being like that parchment game that will end up, you know, last possession, high scoring on both ends. Oh my God. Um, the, the, who knows? They've only scored more than, they've only allowed more than 14 points once, and they've only scored less than 50 once. That's crazy. That's insanity. That's crazy. That'll be a fun I don't know that, if the at Sagatuck or at Lawton, but like. That, that could be a very fun game. I want to be. find a way to stream that game somehow because I'll be in West <laughs> That game will right. be good. Right. This game so, might not be good either. I just want to see how good Lawton is because those right. scores are extraordinarily impressive. For sure. For sure. Um, so in other other sports action, it was a little bit more of a low-key week. I mean, Hope Football had a bye. Uh, Hope Volleyball, they uh, lost after beating Calvin last week. They they went to Chicago Invitational, and they beat the number 11 team, swept them, um, Eau Claire, and then, but then they lost to the host, Chicago, who was number 19, in five sets. So another great match, another good competition. Uh, I think that's going to be good for them in the long run. Not necessarily that they lost, but that they played a five-setter against somebody other than Calvin. Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, they're definitely still – I mean, that'll drop them from four to maybe eight or nine, something like that. It's not like – uh, they're going anywhere, um, but it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be interesting uh, to see how they respond to that. Uh, the rest of the MIAA is, you know, obviously not as good as Calvin. So um, it's good for them to have those kind of competitions, some tournaments and invitationals that Hope and Calvin both go to a lot of the time. So yeah, um, got some uh, district soccer coming up here. Uh, yesterday we had a weird night in soccer where Holland and Holland Christian both won the third place games of their conference tournament because they both got upset in the semifinals, but Holland still won the green because of the uh, overall, uh, because whoever won the tournament did not have uh, enough wins. You know what I mean? They, they kind of like balance uh, the regular season and the, and the conference tournament, everything like that. So Holland won it outright. Yeah. Um, Holland Christian did not. So they won the regular season. Uh, and are tied for the regular season and then uh, did not win the tournament because they were in the third place, but they won the third place game uh, last night too. So really interesting kind of a, I feel like it's going to be an interesting motivator for both those teams going into the districts. I know Holland Christian has a buy in the first round of districts, um, but their, their district also has unity Christian in it again and uh, some other good teams. So, and same for Holland uh, has, you know, a pretty good district. So it's going to be really interesting to see how both those teams respond. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk more about that in next week's podcast, but uh, um, should be interesting to see. We might have a Zealand East West volleyball rematch for their conference final next week, if they both win this week. So, um, you know, just a lot of things 
out there developing. A lot of the stories are developing this week. This is our developing week. Uh, yeah. And we'll have a lot more things next week. We'll have cross country finals next week. Um, and, uh, you know, more volleyball, a little bit of swimming, hopefully too, as well. So uh, lots of things happening. Uh, Grand Valley versus Ferris State yep. is this Saturday. Uh, huge. Top 10 teams, right? Yeah. I think they might be both to be top five or top six. Um, so it's, uh, this is always the biggest you know, game of the year for both teams. Both teams have a tendency to go pretty far in the playoffs. This is a playoff preview kind of a game um, and a big rivalry game. So it really, uh, it'll be huge. It, I mean, it's just going to be huge to see, um, you know, after the COVID year and, and everything too, this is going to be a huge test to see where, really where the programs are. I mean, for the most part, both teams have, you know, they've won all their games. They've beaten teams they're supposed to beat. Yeah. Uh, this will be really the gauge for both teams about where they really are. So it'll be really exciting in a playoff kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. That's a sell. That's a sellout at, yeah. at Grand Valley too. So, so Ferris State's two, GVSU seven, two and seven. Okay, but so. Ferris, Ferris is coming off a bye week too, which uh, is a little right. Is it a little frustrating? Could be really good or could, be, could be really bad. So yeah, and uh, Ferris State, one of their starting receivers, Xavier Wade's from West Ottawa. Um, and he's, you know, been a playmaker for them for a couple of years, uh, after being an all-state receiver at West Ottawa. Um, they've got a couple of other local players that haven't really seen as much action yet. Um, Carson Gulk is a freshman, so he won't, uh, you know, he'll, he'll be seeing more as they go along. Um, uh, but, uh, you know, it's, there's a lot of things, a lot of factors there, but, uh, be interesting to see how this one turns out because I mean, two and seven, in division two in this rivalry, I mean, it might as well be two and three, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's going to be really exciting. So, um, and hope, hope football hits the road this week. Yeah. Um, all of that. Is that how you pronounce it? All of that. Yeah. So uh, it's, yeah, they're a good team. They're four and one. Um, they lost their first game last week to Trine, who obviously is a very good team. Um, right. But no, I mean, just based on two weeks of MIAA play, it doesn't seem to make a whole ton of sense. Uh, just like uh, Division One college football this 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 past week, um, right? <laughs> um, but no, so Trine lost to Rose Holman. Um, Rose Holman got smacked by Hope, um, and then Hope Ho, Olivet, who beat Trine last week, was just running through everybody. Um, then they got smacked by Trine. Um, so we'll see. I mean, maybe maybe that just means the rest of the MIAA is weak and Hope's going to, you know, kind of roll over them. Um, I mean, we'll right, see. or maybe, maybe you know, something crazy happened in that Rose Holman trying game and trying's yeah. legit, but they had their quarterback hurt or something. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, like, I know it was a one-point game. I remember that much. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm going to – obviously, I'm not going all the way out there, but I'm going to watching it at home and streaming it and, and, and covering it remotely because uh, it's a road game. But, no, it, this, this is – I mean, Coe College is a national power, but this is definitely their 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 toughest game of the year so far. I I think, um, especially being on the road, especially an MIAA play. I mean, they beat Kalamazoo sixty-eight nothing um, to open MIAA plays, which was absurd. But um, yeah, no, I, I'm excited to watch that one for sure. It's uh, yeah. starts at one p.m. and there's going to be a stream on HopeCollege.com, I assume. I hope uh, Hope, hope Athletics. Yeah. Excuse me. Um, so if any of y'all want to watch that, if it's a bad weather or something on Saturday, watch it before the Michigan or Michigan state game or whichever, uh, college football team you support. Right. For sure. For sure. And, 
We'll have more uh, hopefully this week on Iowa. We've got a local player from Zealand West, Zach Van Valkenburg, who's a starting defensive lineman. Uh, they beat Penn State 23-20 in a battle of top five teams. Super yeah. exciting. I, um, I think they're number two in the country now, right? Yeah, they're number two. Yeah. Is Bama so, lost? So it's right. So everybody they moved from three to three to two. And That's it's what uh, we thought the, the top three would be at the, the, the middle of the year, right? Georgia, yeah. Georgia, Iowa, Cincinnati. That's what everybody thought. Right. <laughs> yeah. uh, who won a ton of money on that bet? Yeah. <laughs> I've been I've been hyping up Cincinnati for years, but I did not see. A, so I picked Georgia to win the national title in the preseason. All right. I didn't so see far, the Iowa so one coming. I saw I saw two of the three coming. I did not see Iowa coming. But yeah. They, yeah. their defense is time left too. So, right for sure. I mean, and that was a huge test, obviously. Um, yeah. Night game I mean, against Penn State. Penn State's, Penn State's quarterback did go injured, and then they couldn't do anything after that. So. I don't know how much that was, but but I was offense turned it on when they needed to and, and got it done. Man. Right, right for sure. I mean, it's just their they uh, their march to the Big Ten title game looks a little more downhill after this one. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, they got I mean, they're in the West, and the West is historically weak. Um, right, and we obviously have seen Wisconsin is not what they've been. You just got to beat Ohio State in the Big Ten title game. That's right, what it comes down to. It'll be interesting. Um, I, I don't know if they play a crossover with Michigan or Michigan State. Um, if they do, that'll be interesting. I haven't looked at the schedule as much. But they played Michigan State last year, so they? I don't think they do again. I mean, uh, right. I mean, the West is obviously just objectively easier than the East to, to get through. Right. But I don't know they got to get rolling. They got to play my alma mater soon, and I'm not looking forward to that. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be bad, but you know, it's fine. We'll survive. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then Bama uh, lost, which obviously that I mean that has nothing to do with Big Ten, but that's shocking. And they and they almost didn't lose after being behind for so much. They still almost pulled it out. So um, it was so so they, they lost to Texas A and M, and I was, of course, the Lord thinks it's hilarious to put me, the biggest college football fan in the world, at a wedding in the middle of nowhere on like the craziest college football Saturday in like the last fifteen years. So I couldn't watch like any of it. But we were at the reception, and there was some man who had a cowboy hat on and he had his phone like on his cowboy hat with the game streaming. So people could watch it. <laughs> like, this is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. That's awesome. And it's obviously in Texas. So there's a lot of A&M grads at the wedding too. So they were all getting super hyped up when uh, the, the last field, when he made the field goal, everyone was like huddled around a tiny phone watching the end of it. Um, and then it just got crazy after that. Yeah, I'm looking at Iowa's schedule right now just because we were talking about that. They play Purdue, then Wisconsin, then Northwestern, then Minnesota, then Illinois, then Nebraska. So they're they're done with the they're yeah. done with the East. That so that I mean, uh, undefeated record. Right it there. would be it would be I mean Nebraska would be the toughest with that bunch, but it's going to be an, Michigan is scary. It's, yeah, for sure it's going to be, but it, again any of those games is going to be a huge upset if they do lose. I mean, that's where we're at. So yeah, I mean, Purdue, um, is, Purdue is the most average team ever. Um, Minnesota's struggling. PJ Fleck is not rowing the boat. Uh, no. Yeah. I would say Nebraska is probably the toughest. Nebraska is playing better every week. I'll, I'll say that because week one, they look horrible against Illinois. Um, but they're, 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 they beat Northwestern like 58 to, to seven almost beat Michigan last week. I think Michigan need to like a last second field goal to win. Um, so they're getting, they're getting a lot better. Um, I hope it's enough for Scott Russ to keep his job because I like him as a coach and, and, and a person. He's a, he's a nice guy. Um, but yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting for sure. Lots of, 
lots of drama building on all levels of football. So, um, so get out and watch some. I mean, we got the Bird Bowl at Zealand Stadium, Hamilton versus Holland Christian. Uh, if you and want to go to Rockford to watch that, yeah, I mean, if you really want to go to Rockford and you've never <laughs> been to Rockford, go for it. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, if you got your own team to support, support them, you know. But if you don't have a team, go to the Bird Bowl. Yeah, I'm excited. You'll for that. never see any high school game like it. You really won't. Yeah, um, it'll be crazy. And um, you know, I, I think the GVSU Ferris game is sold out that, or, or just about sold out, but. But it should be on ESPN three. It'll be on so, the streaming version of ESPN. Yeah, so so definitely worth worth watching watching there. Um, that but, might be uh, the best like game of like technical like actual football that in our area in a very long time. Like yeah. that's that's going to be a very good game of football. Yeah, or for it should, sure. It should be at least. It should be right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so get out and watch watch some sports. We got a lot of other things coming down the pike in the next week or so um so just uh we'll, we'll keep you posted on all those things check out uh hollandsentinel.com or our app uh, make sure to vote for high school player of the week again that those run from sunday till wednesday at noon uh, and uh you know let you know there's plenty of stuff plenty of stuff happening in Bruin. so uh, uh get out and watch some sports while it's still nice out um uh, i mean it's raining now as we tape this but at the same time it's still warm. It's been warm. Um, so it's, this is incredible that we're getting this kind of warmth this late into the fall. So uh, enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we've got state tennis and golf. Hopefully they got good weather, get good weather this weekend. And uh, we'll recap you on all this and all the, uh, all the crazy rivalry games um, in next week's podcast. But uh, yeah, have a great week for Will. I'm Dan and we'll uh, talk to you next week. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.